This is the Morning Press from Cast Iron Brains, a brainiron.com production. Here's 11 minutes or less of news for today, Monday, December 18th, 2023. The Japanese steel company Nippon Steel announced on Monday that it would buy U.S. steel at a price of $55 per share, about $5 higher than it is currently trading on Monday morning, for a total just shy of $15 billion. Nippon Steel is currently the world's fourth largest steel producer, having produced over 44 million tons of crude steel in 2022, while U.S. steel produced 14 million tons that same year. Nippon says it will honor all of the commitments U.S. Steel currently has in place with its approximately 20,000 employees and their trade unions. Pending regulatory and antitrust approval, which is expected, the deal will close in the second or third quarter of 2024. Steel production in the United States peaked in the early 1970s, though the number of people employed by the industry has been declining since a peak in the 1950s of nearly 700,000 workers. Approximately 86,000 people now work in U.S. iron and steel mills. Productivity has increased dramatically through the years. One ton of steel is now produced for every 1.5 man-hours, an 85% improvement since 1980, when 10.1 man-hours went into every ton produced. As of 2022, 8 of the top 12 and 11 of the top 20 largest steel producers in the world are Chinese companies, where approximately 54% of global steel production takes place. In politics, former president and current GOP frontrunner for the 2024 presidential nomination, Donald Trump, speaking to supporters in Reno, Nevada on Sunday, explained that the record-high stock market was only making rich people richer, and that the United States is, quote, a nation whose economy is collapsing into a cesspool, end quote. He also reiterated that immigrants— crossing the southern border amounted to an invasion of the United States, though he refrained from restating his Saturday claim, made at a rally in New Hampshire, that undocumented immigrants are, quote, poisoning the blood of our country, end quote. The following clip is taken from an appearance Trump made in the White House briefing room in November of 2020, upon the Dow Jones Industrial Average exceeding 30,000 points for the first time in its history. Well, thank you very much, and I just want to congratulate everybody. The stock market Dow Jones Industrial Average just hit 30,000, which is the highest in history. We've never broken 30,000, and that's just despite uh, everything that's taken place with the pandemic. I'm very uh, thrilled with what's happened on the vaccine front. That's been absolutely incredible. It's, uh, nothing like that has ever happened medically, and uh, I think people are acknowledging that, and it's having a big effect. But uh, the stock market's just broken 30,000. Never been broken, that number. That's a sacred number, 30,000. Nobody thought they'd ever see it. Uh, that's the ninth time since uh, the beginning of 2020, and it's the 48th time that we've broken records in during the Trump administration. And I just want to congratulate all the people within the administration that work so hard. And most importantly, I want to congratulate the people of our country because there are no people like you. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. During his presidency, Trump regularly took credit for personally improving the state of the American economy as measured by gains in the stock market indices. 
Elsewhere in domestic politics, police in Wilmington, Delaware, say that a suspected drunk driver accidentally crashed into a parked Secret Service SUV that was blockading President Joe Biden's motorcade on Sunday night. The president and first lady were just getting into their armored SUV to be ushered home when the accident occurred, and a Secret Service spokesman said no one was injured and the driver was not considered a threat. In good news for Catholic homosexuals in committed, if perhaps technically abominable, relationships, same-sex couples may now have their relationships blessed by the Catholic Church, according to a new document explaining a change in Vatican policy approved by Pope Francis. This does not change the Church's doctrinal position on marriage, which it sees as an unbreakable union between a man and a woman, but will allow people in same-sex relationships to seek God's blessing through the Church. The document maintains that all irregular unions, gay or straight, exist in a sinful state, but said sinfulness should not be met with the deprivation of God's mercy. Quote, when people ask for a blessing, an exhaustive moral analysis should not be placed as a precondition for conferring it, end quote, the document says. The storm system that soaked much of Florida and caused flooding in parts of the Carolinas and Virginia as it moved up the east coast over the weekend is now affecting much of the northeastern United States as heavy winds and rain have caused power outages and travel delays throughout the region, transforming this from a story about the weather that is of interest to those directly impacted to one of national import, with push notifications for breaking news headlines to alert the world that it's raining heavily and warmer than usual in the New New York City metropolitan area. A boat carrying 86 migrants attempting to cross the Mediterranean Sea from Libya into Europe capsized last Thursday night, drowning 61 people. Over 2,000 people have died attempting similar journeys just this year. Oil giant BP has joined cargo shipper Evergreen and other international shipping companies and announced that it is suspending operations through the Red Sea in response to increased attacks by Iranian-backed Houthis on vessels they suspect are in commerce with Israel. The suspension of cargo and oil shipping through the region could have a major impact on the supply of consumer goods and, therefore, prices in the coming year though disruptions happening now are occurring during the off-peak shipping season. According to the BBC, quote, The Red Sea is one of the world's most important routes for oil and liquefied natural gas shipments, as well as for consumer goods, end quote. Politico reported over the weekend that the Biden administration is currently considering how to respond to the Houthis' ongoing attacks, and the Pentagon has recently moved the Eisenhower Carrier Strike Group from the Persian Gulf into the Gulf of Aden off the coast of Yemen. The Biden administration has so far been reluctant to strike the Houthis for fear of provoking a wider conflict, but recent strikes and the increased impact on global shipping may be changing their position. The Pentagon has also moved three additional U.S. Navy destroyers into the Mediterranean Sea over the past week, where they joined the Ford Carrier Strike Group, which has been operating in the Mediterranean since October 7th. The profit outlook for United States-based manufacturers of weapons of mass destruction is looking sunny heading into 2024, according to a report in Reuters. 
The demand for rockets, missiles, guidance systems, motors, and other weapons and munitions has driven the stock prices of defense contractors higher over the last two years, and the ongoing fighting in Ukraine and Israel has only improved the prospects of U.S. firms like Lockheed Martin, General Dynamics, Boeing, and Northrop Grumman. The recently passed $886 billion National Defense Authorization Act is expected to once again boost contracts and order backlogs at these firms, with Wall Street forecasters expecting shares in the various companies to rise faster than the rest of the stock market in 2024. The good news for U.S. defense contractors comes despite rising skepticism among top Republicans about government spending on so-called foreign aid, despite the fact that much of the money set aside for helping Ukraine or Israel is ultimately funneled directly into the U.S. economy, turned into usable war materials, and then exploded spectacularly on the other side of the world. In news about the removal of prominent public honorific tributes to fallible humans, a wax figure of French actor Gerard Depardieu has been removed from Paris's most famous wax museum after a recent report on French television that alleged a wide array of bad behavior by the actor against women. Closer to home, a Confederate memorial in Arlington National Cemetery is now in the process of being removed into storage over the objections of dozens of Republican lawmakers. On this day in history, December 18, 1865, the New York Times reported that the state legislatures of Indiana, Georgia, and Alabama had all ratified the 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution, coinciding with an announcement that day by the U.S. Secretary of State William Seward, who proclaimed that the amendment, which outlawed slavery, had now officially entered into force, having been ratified by three-quarters of the states. Now, here's a look at the weather. It's sunny, windy, and slightly unseasonably warm. That's the weather from here. How's it look out your window? The Morning Press is a production of the BrainIron.com multinational media empire. Please direct comments and complaints to BrainIronPodcast at gmail.com or visit the website at BrainIron.com. For a transcript of today's episode and links to the stories referenced, find The Morning Press at brainiron.substack.com. Thanks, and barring the sudden onset of the inevitable, we'll talk to you tomorrow. The proceeding was created with 100% human content.